trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides randy and rob and sometimes a guest welcome to talking trash i'm rob and i'm randy and this is our podcast where we rate and review garbage plates and trash plates in the rochester area this week it's Blue Wolf Bistro on Park Ave. And our oh. guests, oh, there, there, we have gotten some feedback that we haven't had enough howls. So this episode, be ready to hear a lot of howls. Oh, and our guests, uh, longtime listeners and also longtime guests, Pat and Andy. Hey, guys. Oh. What's Hello. up, guys? How's it welcome, going? Welcome to the pod. Welcome back. Great when, to be back. It's as, as always, just a you know, just a, a hound for the podcast, man. <laughs> as promised, a lot of howls. So I know this this place, Blue Wolf, has been talked about since we started the podcast. I think I know Andy brought it up um, long time ago. So. I don't know if you want to talk about your plate story or Pat, how are we doing this Rob with the plate story now? Well, do we want to just, you know, jam out for a little bit verbally and just kind of work our way back to the plates after that? Sure. I'll be the guitar. I'll be the bass. Okay. Andy didn't jump in as the drums. I was, I howled first. Okay, well, we, I mean, no one's listening anymore anyway. We agreed it was going to be acoustic beforehand anyway, so it made sense. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so I was going to say, I had a question for you guys. What, and so I know, so Andy and Pat, you guys are parents. You guys are, you know, dealing with your own kids and your own work. Is there anything you're doing right now during this kind of lockdown that you wouldn't do ordinarily that you're, that's like a positive thing? Or is it just survival right now? Um, I actually don't, <laughs> this just sounds very strange, but I really don't mind the quarantine. And I'm a really social person. But um, I think like my brain is sort of cr- like designed to just like compartmentalize things. And it really doesn't bother me. I miss seeing you know, my friends and everything in person, but I do already spend, my life's not that much different because I've got two toddlers at home. Yeah. So I got two, you know, 19 month olds. And normally I have to get up even earlier than I do now. So I get to sleep in a little bit right now. Normally we have to get up at like 545 because my wife works far away. So now we get to sleep in a little bit. We split the day in half for work and watching our kids we don't normally do anything other than go out once a month for dinner. So that's like the one social thing we're really missing. Plus like my sports and and things like that. But you know, my, my days I work with young, young kids and now I'm just hanging out with my little kids while doing my work with, you know, my students and everything. So my life isn't all that much different. Christy and I put the boys to bed at seven and then we have two hours to just chill out. And then I stay up a little bit later And then just get up and go to do work the next day. So my life's not all that different. I don't mind it. And I do really like that my kids are getting much more independent and they're learning how to speak 
right in front of our eyes and they're not at daycare where we miss a lot of stuff. So that's actually yeah. really cool. I certainly miss things, but I'm not the type of person that I don't even feel like I'm really cooped up that much. It just, I'm saying, I just tell myself, you have to do this and you just do it. Like, it doesn't really bother me all that much. I, I don't really know how to explain it. I just keep telling people like, I'm, my brain is equipped for this in a weird way because I think part of the problem is I just don't care about stuff that much. <laughs> I'm just like mentally lazy. <laughs> That's a positive thing though. Just, you yeah. Know. Like it just, it's no big deal to me. I think, I don't know. It's odd, but I, I've been trying extra hard to do fun stuff. Like how we're recording on zoom. We've done a lot of fun things socially on zoom, you know, just with yeah. our friends and stuff. So like not on our work zooms. Definitely. Right. Not. No. Because that would, you shouldn't do that, but. No, of course not. <laughs> Pat, how about you? Uh, yeah, like somewhat similar to Andy. Like I feel like the quarantine hasn't hit me too hard. Um, I would say actually a lot of my stress is coming from like runoff from like, for example, like my wife, she's, you know, in the medical field. And so she, she's been like very, very stressed out through the whole thing uh, for various reasons. And so that has like kind of bled off on me a little bit here and there. Um, but I would say like some of the positives, like, like, again, just I have two kids at home as well that are pretty young. And so just kind of keeping in mind that they're cooped up all day. So, like, we really have to be cognizant about, like, what we can do to have them burn off energy, get out and do some stuff. So, like, I would say, like, we've probably been outside more often than, like, we normally would if this wasn't going on just because, right, we have to be kind of more, keep that in the back of our heads. That, like, these they need to do something to just, like, blow off some steam and, like, run around, even if it's, like, a marginally nice day, like, where we probably normally wouldn't go outside. We have been now, like, whether it's just for a walk or just letting them run around in the backyard or something. Um, other than that, probably, yeah, also more of these Zoom calls. I think, you know, in talking with a lot of people that it's similar where, like, people have said, like, oh, I feel like I'm more connected in some way with people than I have been before just because, like, I'm making that more of an effort to reach out to people I haven't talked to in a while. And that's, you know, that's true with me as well, where I've reached out to like some of my college friends um, who like we, you know, we have like a text chain, but we don't normally like talk face to face. And like we've been doing like weekly Zoom calls, uh, same thing with a bunch of my high school friends and that sort of stuff. So that's, a, uh, you know, a silver lining positive that's come out of it. Uh, I, I should say that I, I'm guessing uh, all of us probably feel this way. I realize when I say like it, it doesn't really affect me much, that does, I'm recognizing the fact that I'm coming from a place uh, where I have a steady job and my income is steady. So like, I, I understand that if I didn't have that, I would certainly be freaking out a lot more and probably struggling if I didn't have, you know, my job and everything. So I recognize that, you know, it's kind of a lucky thing to have, you know, that, that mindset through the quarantine. You don't want to get any nasty comments from our many listeners who are well, unemployed. I think it's important to acknowledge that, you know, it's not just because I have, you know, a carefree brain. It's also that things are okay for us right now, which is good. Well, you definitely won't offend the seven people we text this <laughs> podcast to. So <laughs> they probably heard all of these same points in conversation already. So <laughs> yes, no, I think that you, you do bring up a good point. We're, we're pretty fortunate as a group to be able to hang out and, and do a podcast about garbage plates, which is a, pretty frivolous thing but yeah. still kind of fun randy how about you um <laughs> you still, randy, you still here we're doing a podcast randy. again i think randy was sleeping <laughs> has, 
I said, has this, like, is there anything that, are you doing anything right now during this, this situation that you wouldn't do otherwise? That's like something you, you're glad that you're able to do, or it's like a change, but a positive change. Yeah, everything. I mean, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I recognize, like Andy said, that there's a lot of people that are going through horrible times right now. So I, I, you know, I feel I'm a lot of days, I almost every day I feel bad for other people. Cause like you were saying in a great situation right now, I mean, I don't have kids, steady income, um, work has been pretty easy getting stuff online for kids and stuff like that. Um, been able to read more, play more video games, watch shows I want to watch. Um, I am over 30, so I know it doesn't sound like that with the three things I just listed off, but, um, I mean, I get to sleep in every day. I, th I mean, this is, this really is great for me, but I don't wish it to go on another day because I feel bad for so many other people. I mean, I can't imagine like not having a paycheck right now, not having to go to, not having work to go to and being worried about it. Like there's just so many bad things that came out of this, but I mean, I am being honest, like for me, it's, it's pretty good. So. Yeah. Upstairs. It's, it's not bad. I'm also a social person. I live totally alone and it kind of doesn't bother me. I mean, I have a pretty busy day with work and with routines and I like routines and I like challenges. And so I would, you know, Randy and I, we don't have kids, you know, so we both have our own, you know, we we're kind of in a, a really easy situation and it. For me, it's frustrating when people are, um, you know, fr freaking out about staying home when I don't think it's a huge sacrifice to potentially save like thousands of lives. And it's, you know, not working and having the economy shut down is, is hard, but I think that it's, you know, same kind of thing. I'm reading a little bit more. I'm, I'm watching things that I wouldn't watch otherwise and trying to stay fit and, and stay active and, you know, not lose my mind. But yeah, I, one of Andy. my, uh, <laughs> One, I keep raising my hand. I feel like I'm using a classroom <laughs> style. I like so it. Try not to talk over each other with the recording. Um, one of my wife's favorite games is we, she's just like, what do you think Rob's doing right now? Cause like, you know, <laughs> our kids will both be screaming or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He's probably watching his fourth episode in a row of the Sopranos. And he probably watched three episodes of the expanse before that. <laughs> Or, or was reading or something. Yeah. So to add to that, uh, Jamie and I have played that exact same game. <laughs> and uh, it is, it is, it's just like a, it's, it's a nice escape from when your kids are just like, you know, like my son will just come up and like punch me in the nuts and run away. And then, or and like Claire's screaming. And so to be able to write, just to say like, oh man, I wonder what those guys who don't have kids are doing just hanging. If you ever want a live check-in, just shoot me a text. I'll let you know. It's, it's likely what you just imagined. Uh, it's like, uh, re, you know, like I've, I've been reading this book that I've wanted to read forever. That's a dense, slow read. And even like over coffee for like an hour in the morning, it takes me like that long to read like 10 pages a day. It's like an 800 page book. And so finally I'm slogging through that. And so, you know, I'm learning a little bit, which is good. And it's something that I've wanted to do, but if this wasn't happening, I don't know if that book was going to be happening. So, and what a cliffhanger for the listeners! He won't even tell us the title of the book. What, yeah, that, what book is it? Oh, you know what? Okay, Harry, po Harry Here, Potter. I'm going to give you Hallows. 
It's it's the longest of the Harry Potters. I get it. It's it's the last book in the Harry Potter series. It's a big book. No, okay. You know what? Trivia question. This is a trivia question for our listeners. Okay, this book, <laughs> this book, is being read by the character AJ in The Sopranos in an episode at in the kitchen and. The, AJ and his parents have a discussion about this book. It sparks a little bit of controversy. So that's all I'm going to say about this book. Get to it, listeners. Get to it. Get after it, guys. I'm not going to say what season. You got to just figure it out. So post your answers on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Just send send on the Insta. Um, I don't think AJ reads that often. So uh, the Instagram also had to get shut down, just a heads up. So. Don't post so your answers on the text Instagram. Rob. Just text me. If, <laughs> yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have everyone's phone number who you are hearing right now. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's, let's, uh, should we get into the plate? Let's sure. Okay. So, so Andy, let's, let's get a, a quick plate street from you because again, you're the, the impetus behind this one. Well, I've given my actual plate street. You just want me to kind of talk about this why particular I suggested plate. this yeah. plate? Okay, so Blue Wolf Bistro is at the corner of what two streets? It's Park and what? Berkeley? Park and Berkeley. Yeah, so so. That, that location has been like nine things since we used to live in that neighborhood. You know, I used to live all over that neighborhood and yeah. was Coley's Cafe. Yeah. It was probably three other things that I can't even remember. And then when Blue Wolf Bistro came in, I kind of thought it was just going to be another place that was there for like a year or whatever, but it stuck it out. And um, I, I, I don't know when I first went there, but when we went there, my wife and I went there and they had this item on the menu called the gastro plate. And, you know, I think they typed it up to make it sound fancy. And I was like, oh, I think that sounds good. And then they had an item for brunch that was similar, but it was a breakfast version, you know, it had eggs and sausage and stuff. But then when I actually read the menu, it's, you know, it sounded great. It has, I'll just explain briefly what's in it because we'll talk about it more detail later. It's got like a a good hamburger, cheeseburger on top. It's got French fries. They call them bent arm fries. It's got mac and cheese, which I've been very strong proponent of mac and cheese. And this plate is one of the reasons why. And so the next time, we went, I was like, right, I got to try this. And when I, I got it, I was blown away. I thought it was very good. I'm showing my hand a little bit, but I requested this place. I suggested it. And I thought it would be a good way to show off why I think mac and cheese is such a great item to put in as a side. And so then I think one time we all went out one night and I suggested, you know, since I've had my boys, I don't get to go out for like a, a, a night out with the fellas too often. So I suggested we have a guy's night and we, we uh, go out for a happy hour and, and meet there afterwards. And I think everybody got it when we went there. And so you guys can, whoever was there can speak to that later, but um, it's kind of become my go-to favorite plate, but it's like, different though because it's kind of a a gourmet plate it's not the same as the hots place plate and it's it's a step up from that so i don't know what determines exactly why things get stepped up but um i've kind of been obsessed is too strong of a word but i just got it as takeout for my birthday uh you know we're not leaving the house 
I had my choice of any restaurant, any meal that I wanted, and that's what I picked. And uh, so that's kind of the story behind it for me. What about you guys? I, I don't know if any of you had had it before. I kind of became obsessed with it, but oh, I guess I am obsessed with it. I just said it. So <laughs> I, I had it that night, uh, the guys' night. So that was my first time having it. And I did I enjoy it? I don't know. We'll I'm see. Not gonna, not gonna tell you now. But uh, Pat, you were there that night, right? Yeah, I came out just for a little bit. Um, I think I like I met you guys late, so I, I, I yeah. think I cleaned up a couple bites from people's plates here and there. Uh, I had had it previously before that. Um, it was very good. So nice. So do we want to get into? Let's get into describing it and talking about it. So uh, Randy, do you want to kind of talk about some of your thoughts about the the different items that were within it? Uh, yeah, I'll, um, it came with, like Andy said, Ben Arm fries, which were French fries, essentially. Um, yeah. Human arms. Yep. Human arms, French fries. But like little, um, tiny. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> I, usually when somebody drops a killer joke, you crack up and, and <laughs> carry on describing the items. Oh, yours um, was a joke. <laughs> yeah, clearly they uh so it's crazy because i can't remember if it had meat sauce did it have meat sauce on it or was it just cheese sauce mine was almost so how i picture is remember that like i don't know if you guys ever had that like where you take Velveeta and you cut it up and you like throw it with like a can of like the chili and then like a thing of like the green chilies too and you microwave it and mix it all up like mine was like a, a a cheese sauce, but with subtle meat sauce undertones melted within it. That's so so I think it did have it, but it wasn't like a separated traditional meat sauce. That was my my take. Yeah, so I actually have the uh, description pulled up, uh, and so so Rob, you're absolutely right. There was both like a meat sauce and a cheese sauce on top of that, like kind of okay. thrown on on it. So yeah, I think because they put a good amount like they put mac and cheese on and then i think they add cheat a scoop Definitely. of cheese sauce on top okay. so that yeah. it all just mixes together yeah. um i will this isn't my rating of the plate but when, when i opened up the to-go container i was pissed i thought they forgot a hamburger patty i only got one hamburger patty and i looked at laurel and i was like i think they forgot hamburger patty i'm like I can't go back. I'm like, we're in a quarantine. Like, I feel bad. Like, the, you know, we got to, you know, I, I gave them business. Like, it's whatever. But I was like, I'm going to be so hungry after I finish this plate. Spoiler alert, I was so full after I finished that plate. It was ridiculous. Like, how I didn't want another hamburger patty. But it does only come with one. Heads up. Yeah. But it's it's like, a, <clears throat> like an eight-ounce actual yeah. burger patty as opposed to the sort of fast food type you get at a – Hot's place, I think. Yep. Yeah. And it came with um, scallions, right? Yeah. Not mine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Birth, the birthday boy requested no scallions. I thought the scallions were a good, a good touch. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's kind of the difference. So it's got the mac and cheese. The, the fries were really seasoned. I thought they were almost like a Cajun kind of fry. Like they had really good flavor. How about you? What do you guys think? Yeah, they're they're almost mm -hmm. like a yeah. like I thought of like a higher quality like Arby's curly fry like they're just yeah. like right like they have like a lot of seasoning a lot of flavor to them, but uh but yeah just like way nicer and better than like what you would get at Arby's they were they were very good. 
it harkened back to one of my old favorites. I know Rob is probably kind of close to your house. We used to go to Fuddruckers a lot in Buffalo. Did you ever go there? I never they have like went to Fuddruckers. And it, it was like always, we'd pass it and I'd see the sign, World's Greatest Burger. And I never went and I'm a real burger hound. Oh, and so it was a real bummer that they eventually closed and I've still never been there. Oh, they had like potato wedges, but they were seasoned a lot like garbage fries. So it kind of reminded me of that, but they had that weird shape and they had a lot of surface area, the ones at Blue Wolf. So yeah. it kind of- They had like, a, yeah, and crunchy. a little bit of a crinkle cut to them too. I'm looking at a picture yeah. right now. Um, I'm just going to jump right into this. I thought it was an amazing plate. It was delicious. Um, Andy, thank you so much. Cause I don't think I would have gone there without your recommendation. Uh, Mac and cheese was amazing. I thought it had a great taste, great texture, plenty of cheese, like you said. Um, there is meat sauce. I don't know how I forgot that, but there is. So it must have been really awesome. Uh, and scallions, I thought, are much better for me than onions. I'd rather have scallions than the actual onions on it. Um, overall, and like I said, the one patty was more than enough for me. I was completely, I was overfilled with it. So what, uh, what do you guys think, Pat? Yeah, I, I don't know like if I'm going to be like the outlier here. I thought this plate was like really just kind of okay. Uh, the Some of it is, is personal preference stuff, like the meat patty, the like one big meat patty. I would have just preferred like two kind of smaller ones. That's just, that's just me. I just think it's easier to like when you start kind of cutting it up and mixing it all together, like that just makes it a little, little easier. Um, the meat sauce, this is something that I feel like happens with every place that we go. And again, just more on me, like I need to ask for extra meat sauce because it's just like whatever they initially give you just is never enough. I thought this one did not have enough meat sauce on it. Um, and then this is where me and Andy are going to disagree. I I just don't love the mac and cheese uh, with a plate like that. I don't know. It's And especially on this plate, I felt like every individual ingredient was very good and very high quality, but just putting it together um, just didn't work for me totally. I have a question, Pat. Yes. Did you ask for extra meat sauce for this one or no? No, no, I didn't. But, and that's, but I feel like I've said this before on the podcast as well, where it's like, oh man, I wish they had more meat sauce. And I think I just need to program myself anytime I order a plate from anywhere to ask for extra meat sauce. That makes me laugh because like, <laughs> this is a, a, hopefully a quick sidetrack during this stay at home order, or whatever it's called. We in our, we are all four in a text chain with, two other of our friends and it has become like the thing my wife and I look forward to to see the pictures of the takeout that people get because we're all so starved for something to talk about good food I think for a while we were nervous to even get takeout you know in the beginning yeah now it seems like everyone's doing the curbside drop-off or whatever so you know whenever any of us gets takeout we all just send pictures to each other and uh one of the things that we were talking about was like four people on the same day were like yeah there just wasn't enough sauce on my sandwich there just wasn't enough sauce on my garbage plate and everybody was just getting you know with the delivery time or the pickup time everyone's just getting chronically under sauce so to you seven listeners out there probably like up to eight by now get extra sauce with whatever you're ordering get it get a little side yeah, maybe it's not just a garbage plate. Whatever, whatever thing you're getting that has some sauce on it, get it, get get another one on the side. If it has sauce, have more sauce. Exactly. Unless there's one place that gave so much sauce 
that it, it blew my mind. It was, oh, what the heck's it called? Bayou. It's like down by Charlotte and they have this French, it's a chicken French sandwich. And I got it pre-quarantine. So who knows if the to-go version has that much, but they give you a full soup bowl of like the chicken French, like juice sauce. And literally you, it was unbelievable. It was like one cup and a half of sauce and like you're dipping in there. You got to drink it like a soup bowl. It was, it blew my mind, Andy. I am laughing so hard because this information was sent via text and I thought you meant this place was in Charlotte. North Carolina. No, and I'm like, I love chicken French. It's one of my favorite meals. And I'm never going to get to try this sandwich. Rob got a chicken French sandwich in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> Why is he even telling us that? I'm glad I'm bringing this up, clarifying it. Andy, get this sandwich. If oh, I man. remember what it's called, the place is called. Rob, you did I mean, text it as Char- Charlotte, not Charlotte. So I could see Andy's confusion. There. I'm going back Thank in the you. chain. Isn't it spelled this? Is it spelled the same way? I, I actually also thought it was spelled the same. Is it? Yeah, but when you pronounce it, when you read it, I think that's where the confusion Yeah, came. yeah Rob oh, didn't so pronounce Andy it right. Red, oh, okay. So you thought my intent, I, I understand now. Um, I'll figure. You said, go, you said go Duke? Go Tar Heels? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just a Duke, a Duke hound. Ow! Tobacco Road, baby. I love you. So Oops. I guess I was thinking about what Pat said with the extra. Um, meat sauce and also what randy said i think in this plate it does it just gets overwhelmed because i think they put like a ladle of cheese sauce on there too so it just gets mixed together like rob said almost until like a queso sauce with hot sauce meat hot in it which to me is like sign me up that sounds great so for me too that was another thing that i was thinking of was like and i think it's because right you have like the cheese sauce and the meat sauce together and then especially mixed in with the mac and cheese I just almost then wanted just like a chili mac, like where you just take, you know, I don't know if anyone's ever had that, but you just take like a nice chili and, and you make mac and cheese and you just mix it together to make like a chili mac, throw a little, throw a little like shredded cheese on top of that. That's a pretty common-ish uh, like meal that you can have. No, no one, no one agrees that. Okay. Sounds terrible. No one's ever it heard is, of this thing. It is a thing. It exists. Uh, I've had it it's, and it's delicious. Um, but yeah, like that, just so for me, and the problem I have, I think, with mac and cheese in general is it's like it's too much of the same. And, and we've talked about this before, like too much of the same temperature and too much of the same ish flavors where it's just along with like the fries where it's just kind of like this, like very neutrally flavor, if that makes sense. I don't know. Um, that does to me like you know how like some people are bad at like, you know, certain social skills and they just like learn that other people act in a certain way and they like acknowledge that that's kind of how I am with certain foods. Like I don't like lettuce and tomato, even on my burgers or in tacos and stuff. I would rather eat a salad separately and then eat my burger, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm used to sort of all that similar palate type stuff, which is why I've always wanted the mac and cheese and mac salad. You guys always talk about, it. you want that tart or not that tang, that sharpness that cold like it's like having coleslaw on a pulled pork sandwich i'm not into that but i get why people like it yeah and sometimes crunch too i mean you got a little you might have like the little chopped up carrots and celery i've got to bring up something though this has been really eating me up for for literally weeks i'm looking at the picture of the the garbage plate you sent pat it does not look anything like what i got really It, it looks like it's caked with like 
it almost looks like it's like plastered with a meat sauce on there. And I can't even, looking at this picture, I don't see any cheese. I mean, like maybe a little bit of cheese sauce. Mine was like, I could hold it up and, and show you guys. And it looks terrible over Zoom. I don't know why I'm even trying this. This is like, <laughs> but do you see, like I, I see almost no yeah. cheese sauce. Mine was drenched in cheese sauce. So yeah, yeah mine was like yours, Rob. Yeah, yeah, and so maybe you just didn't get a good. Yeah, maybe it was an off day for the yeah, cook mine or something. Was too. So something maybe I they just kind of ran out of the cheese sauce, but it looks like you've got like a spackling of meat sauce, and no, because for when I got mine, there was so much cheese sauce, I didn't even think there was meat sauce in it until I started eating, kind of like what Randy was saying. So, and I do like think back of like when, um, like when we when we had like kind of the guys night out, and and, and like I was saying earlier, where like I had like kind of. I played cleanup duty for some of the, some of y'all's plates. Uh, like, right. I remember that being like, Oh, this is like super good. And so to have this was like a little disappointing. Uh, and again, yeah. and again, like, again, the, everything was very well done. Like the execution on it was, was what I thought was like, was good. Again, maybe mi minus a couple ingredients it looks like, but, uh, but yeah, like when it all came together, it didn't work for me for this particular one. And that surprised me a lot. I, I would consider going back and trying it again because I think you, yeah. it doesn't look like you got what we, we got. Yeah. I would, I was interested in what it would look like because it, it says gastro plate, but it comes in a bowl when you get it there, which is kind of nice. Cause everything, all that stuff pools in the bottom at the end. And basically at the end, you're eating, there's like three noodles and like a, it's like cheese soup with meat sauce in it. And it's delicious way to finish a plate. I don't remember when you're there, if you get, roll you probably don't because it's kind of this fancy version of it but yeah it's it's delicious yeah, i saved a little bit after i ate mine and i had his leftovers the next day and the cheese sauce makes it hold up even better because it's not quite as dry the leftovers as you might normally get yeah there was no bread that was one of the it wasn't again this is standard you know i i guess bread is an extra now we should you know be happy when we get bread so supply chains man supply chains are you know they're <laughs> disrupted who knows where the the yeah. fresh plate bread is coming from it's true yeah so we'll let them slide on this now i feel like you should be walking out of that you should be walking out of blue wolf with this garbage plate and a baguette under your arm i mean that's kind of what what i picture with a gastro plate like a little french twist or something and this the blue, the blue wolf <laughs> exactly <laughs> Wait, wait. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was a French howl. Um, I heard it. <laughs> moving on. Well, I, I love this plate. Before you move on, I love this plate. I think it's great. There was one thing that was not great about mine. I don't know if you guys experienced this, but um, the, the patty was delicious. I thought it was well cooked, but it felt like it had been pressed in like a burger press so tightly when I cut through it, it was kind of hard to cut through when I ate it, it tasted good, but it was kind of like a brick. It was thick. Mm -hmm. They're big yeah. patties, yeah. but mine felt like it was really compressed. You know, like when you work a burger too much. Yeah. I, I it's the only I downside of that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't notice that I was using a pretty sharp knife though. So, um, but I, I could see that. I wonder if they press them in house, like, or, or if they're just like the frozen burgers they kind of just get that are, like, because Costco has those burgers that are um, a similar thickness to it that come, like, pre-pressed. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Oh, and one thing I, I forgot to say before when I was thinking about, I was talking about the bowl. I was wondering what it was going to look like for takeout. I was like, is this just going to be in like the styrofoam thing? Like you get it a hot, but it was kind of like a slightly higher end takeout. It was like one of the plastic ones and the, it wasn't separated in the thing at all. It was all mixed together, which I, I kind of liked. Yeah. I don't like when it comes in the the one that has this the different pockets. Although I don't think the hot, hot places do that, but I liked it better than styrofoam. Yeah. I would agree. Mm -hmm. So should we just each give our final thoughts and uh, then our classic rating system that is consistently always the same. Mm -hmm. Now, Rob, this, this isn't for me, but for the listeners, because I'm so familiar with your consistent rating scale. Can you just explain to everybody what the rating scale is again? Well, so I we think Randy's kind of our rating scale expert. So I'd like to just throw it down to Randy. I actually was talking about it with Pat earlier and he seemed to understand it better than me. So I'm going to throw it over to Pat. Yeah, and, uh, you know, me and Andy, we did a quick brief before we came in here. So actually, Andy, I'm surprised you don't totally remember, or maybe you do. You could just, like, let the listeners know real quick because you seem pretty solid on it. Oh, okay. So you just – so there's a full circle there. Yeah. A full Brady Bunch bouncing around the squares on the Zoom. Well, okay, you just start, Rob, and I'll follow your lead. Okay. I I think we should do a rating out of how many uh, fangs – that the blue wolf has in his mouth. You missed it, man. You dropped it. How many howls? I thought that you was wanted howls in this episode. That was that was a little obvious. I thought. <laughs> how many? How many fangs? Okay. Like, but those I'm like gonna, really sharp. Out ones. of how many? Out of how many fangs? What's the total? How many fangs, fangs does a wolf have normally? But this is a blue wolf. They have different mm. anatomy. Um, probably like eighteen at least. Out of 18 yeah. fangs. At least 18 fangs. 18 blue fangs. And they're all the big ones. What a crazy mess <laughs> yeah. that would be. That thing could just rip your leg off. All right, I got to do some math. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, <laughs> should we take a break for our sponsors? Yes. Sure. Edit point. <laughs> and we're back. Um, it's a great break. Uh, I'm going to go and just give it this plate was awesome. We had a, a plate that had mac and cheese in the past, which we haven't reviewed yet. Wasn't that um, Webster Hots? They had that, the one with the chicken fingers and the yes. right and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and we're going to go back and, and try that and, and review that separately as a different pod. But this mac and cheese was awesome. The burger was awesome. I don't really like potatoes very much. These fries were excellent. I, I'd, I'd go back for these fries. Um, this plate was so good that I, I ate, you know, two thirds of it to half of it was super full, put it aside, said I'd have it the next day, went to a zoom happy hour, one hour later, finished the rest of it very can easily. Actually, can you start from when you woke up in the morning? I'd like to hear the whole day. That's cool. I woke up, I made some French press. I got out my mystery book that AJ also read in one episode of The Sopranos briefly. Actually, you know what? That book sounds like Yeats to me. Was it Yeats? I'm not saying. Okay. What's Is that Yeats? Kanye? Yeats? Is it pronounced Yeats? Ye Yeatsy? Yeatsy. Yeats is an author. Are you doing research on The Sopranos right now? I'm just, you know, I was just throwing it out there. What is it Yeats or no? No. Oh, okay. Come on. We got to, this is for the listeners. Um, I like the chives. I thought it was excellent. I'm going to give it 18 blue wolf fangs. The perfect score. 18. Perfect wow. score. Oh.
What do you think? Uh, yeah, I again, I didn't love everything like together. I thought individually the ingredients were great. Uh, the burger patty was a little thick, like just that one single big burger patty for me was not my personal preference, but it was still done well. It was good. Same thing with the fries. They were seasoned well, very tasty. Um, the mac and cheese was very good, but just when you put it all together, it like just didn't work for me. And again, maybe that thing that like kind of ties everything together is that cheese sauce that my plate might've been missing. I'm not sure. Um, but then the other thing for me is also the price point. Like this, this plate is on the pricier side because again, it is like a nicer restaurant and everything. But when you compare that to just like maybe like a standard plate that is, you know, six, $7 cheaper. I don't know if it's totally worth that. But with all that being said, out of 18 fangs, again, just because the individual ingredients are so good, I would say 14 out of 18. <laughs> that's the... That's Was it the French thing. wolf again? The French wolf being slightly disgruntled. <laughs> it's okay. We got to work on this. Uh, oh, it's Randy. good. It's good. Keep it going. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to follow that. I would say that for me, this plate was, it wasn't perfect. It can't be because it didn't come with bread. Um, but at, also I forgot about that. Pat did mention it is kind of pricey. I was trying to look up the price right now, but like 18 bucks ish. Yeah, it was 17, I think 17. It was definitely expensive for a plate, which again, I think that puts it in the gourmet category, which is fine, which means it's going to be hard to compare to the other plates we've had because we really haven't had a gourmet plate yet. Um, so if I'm basing it on 18 fangs, taste wise, it was probably a 16. Um, but I think the price and the bread brings it down to maybe a 13 or so. Um, I also will mention though, uh, they did a great job social distancing when I went in. I've been to a bunch of restaurants lately and this one, they had a table set up. She had gloves on. She handed me the tray for my credit card. She took it. She actually asked if I wanted to pay on the phone, but I couldn't find my wallet at the time. But um, yeah, I mean, I think for all the restaurants I've been to, they did a really good job. So I'd, I'll bump this up to a 13 and a half things. Okay. And Andy, well, I, I was thinking about, I mean, this is clearly one of my favorites, probably the favorite, uh, because it has the mac and cheese. And it's not just like standard mac and cheese. It's good mac and cheese. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, got a little bit yeah. of a fancier sauce. It's not just, you know, craft or whatever. But uh, it was delicious. It was great. My only complaint was that it doesn't, it didn't look very good because mine had the, it what like Pat's, that photo had everything kind of, lined up in threes that had the mac and cheese and the the fries and the meat in the in the middle mine looked like a total mess it looked gross but it tasted awesome i really don't care what it looks like uh my only complaint was that the burger was a little thick but that's not really a complaint i guess it was tough more you know it was thicker mm -hmm. tightly packed i was thinking about giving it 17 just because there was those two small things but i can't think of a better plate it's my measuring stick plate. So I'm going 18 fangs, baby. Ow! 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 This, ah, this might One be fun. the most, this might be the most perfect plate. Like two people rated it perfect. We haven't had that yet, have we? And the other two weren't that low. Randy, what was yours? Mine was 13, but honestly, taste-wise, 16 or 17. I mean, yeah. I thought they weren't my favorite fries. They were really good. I would 
I would tell anybody listening right now, if you're in Rochester, you got to try this plate. It's that good. So I, I like would, you, yeah. you penalized it pretty heavily. So you penalize it because of the bread and the cost, Randy? Yeah. So if how, I, many, how many fangs for missing bread? The bread thing, I mean, one fang at most. Yeah, I, I don't know. How many, I don't know how many fangs do you take away? I think it's a one fang penalty. I, I would say a one, one and a half fang penalty for no bread. Okay. We've, right. We found that it just doesn't happen as much as we right. all thought, I guess. <laughs> I actually think the price was the most damaging and it only came with one patty but i like i said that was i liked it like that so i don't know i've never seen a plate that expensive i haven't i don't know if you guys it is surprising to me because i feel like like from talking i disliked the plate more than randy but i think i gave it a higher (laughs) score than randy so guys sorry the fangs threw me off i wasn't ready for the fang rating i don't know (laughs) Out of, all right, so let's do it out of 10. 10's easy, right? Out of 10 fangs, I would give this probably a 9. Is that is that fair? That definitely doesn't correlate with like 13 fangs out of 18. I don't know. You're a math expert. Sorry, I, I don't know what to say. I think you give, give it, it 16, 16 fangs, Randy. 16. Yeah, 16's good. I think the price was high, but I also think that that's the product you're getting. We went to it. It's a gourmet thing. Like, I feel like you can't rate it on the same. I feel like we have to rate these places based upon the type of plate they're, they're giving. That's true. Like when we start doing our gourmet plates, then it'll be more interesting to compare it. I I also also think think though, like you go Pat. I was just going to say, I also think though you can get a plate that tastes that as good as this for the, for that cheaper kind of more standard Mm -hmm. plate price. Like I, I would argue that the, so my, my measuring stick, Andy has used, has used Blue Wolf. My measuring stick right now has been Bill Gray's. Like that has been the best plate I've had on this, on this podcast. And I would argue that this, that, that would beat this plate. In, Rob, in you disagree? I disagree. And That's it. That's all I got to say. Andy. <laughs> well, I think it's funny too, because in my head, I think, like in my head, I think like trash plate places are like, oh, it's like seven ninety nine for a plate. But I just looked up like Parenting Hots. It's ten fifty. It's almost eleven yep. bucks. You know, yeah. I'd gladly pay six bucks more to get a plate like that. It was awesome. Yeah. I don't. Now I'm thinking if I had to go between Bill Gray's because I'm with you, Pat. That's about my top one. And this plate. It'd be tough, but I think I'd go Bill Gray's only because I didn't feel great after I ate this one. That was a lot of a lot of cheese. So I guess that's all. And he wanted some... bread too. <laughs> to sop up that cheese. I did think those last few bites were awesome though of mine. It was just like the yeah. mix of the meat sauce and the cheese and then the noodle. I didn't even think about bread. You know, it would be awesome if they're doing a gourmet plate if they gave you like you know, like a little salty bread roll, like the kind that we get have out in Fairport or something. Like just like oh, one yeah. small gourmet roll that went with it or something okay. that they already, I don't know. I, I will also say that I am jealous of not, like now that I'm just thinking about that plate, like, yeah, now that I think back, I probably didn't have cheese sauce on it. Like I'm pretty sure. And to think about that, like that next day bite when like it's been sitting in the fridge and that cheese has coalesced and it's wrapped around like a little bit of the hot, a little bit of the hamburger and some of the fry. Oh man, that sounds amazing. I, I, I might have to go back and get one this week. I was looking at the picture that Rob showed because I went back and found it in my text too. And yeah, there's like, you know, in mine, it was like, I don't know, 
a quarter to a half inch deep on yeah. the bottom of Jesus. And there's a little bit on the edge of yours, but clearly they put it on top of ours. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't find my picture because it was with the other text group, but it was a mess. It was, it was cheese everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're right. I was so full at the end, but those last few bites in that cheese sauce soupy thing. Oh, so oh. I might go back this week too. I got to give this, an, I got to give this another run. You definitely have to give it another run. And, and, Kind of what Andy said. I'm going to show a picture of the of how much cheese sauce was, like yeah, like I didn't have that swimming in cheese sauce. Yes, yeah. And and I think for me with garbage plates, almost most garbage plates, it takes me a while to get through them, and the last few bites are more like finishing a long run. Like I'm struggling. I'm just shoveling food in my mouth. I'm not thinking about flavor. It's kind of like you get to the last few bites. (laughs) <laughs> which happens often or it's like the you drink a giant thing of mountain dew like the last few sips are just garbage this garbage plate was amazing to the last bite and i think that's a, a real rarity of food it's like when the you have like a 12 ounce smoothie and the smoothie's real thick and heavy and you're just getting to that last ounce or so you really got to muscle through it right? sure <laughs> it's like every sip of a smoothie Yes, it's like the first, the second, the twentieth. It's every sip of a smoothie with kale in it. I was talking about that to-go case, and I was like, "Oh, I, I'm glad it wasn't in the styrofoam because it's just sturdier and it feels like it's a little bit, you know, because that's a, that was a heavy plate." But the one bummer was, uh, it, this is, you know, gluttony to to its max. But like you're at the end, you want to eat those last bites of like the cheese sauce and the hot sauce. I don't know if you're at the bottom corners were all ridges. So you yes. couldn't even get like a spoon in there. Dude, I, I got like, out so a spatula. Bumped. I got out a spatula and scraped it up. <laughs> and oh, to Randy's much point smarter about, than me. It was it it worked. But to Randy's point about the cheese, they it was actually a cheeseburger with cheese sauce and mac and cheese. Like you could distinguish the different cheeses. It was a really cheese heavy plate, which I love. So, did Rob and I convince you guys to up your scores yet or what? Let's go. I'm going 20 out of 18 because you, oh at- <laughs> oh you said at least 18, right? At least. Okay. You created like a hybrid, like a, a, a new brand of Blue Wolf that actually has 20 fangs. Like a, a typical 18. Like a blue vampire mixed with a blue wolf. And, you know, they lived in the underworld together and they got more fo- fangs. Completely following you. Yep. yep. I'm right on board. I'm sure I think I'll Randy see. said it best. If you live in Rochester, you just got to get it. You got to go. try it. It's awesome. If you live in Charlotte, tough luck, bro. French or, uh, chicken French sandwiches out the wazoo. Oh but my gosh. You're not going to get this garbage plate down there. <laughs> okay. I think we all came to consensus, maybe, that this is a, a great plate. It's the best high-end plate I've ever had, for sure. I'll I'll email you guys my revised score once I get a uh, once I get another one and, and make sure he buys an actual blue it. wolf and counts the number of fangs so we know. Yeah, please do. Mm-hmm. Pat, you could just throw that on the Instagram, which is a, a, a how you access that as a text to Rob. Perfect. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and send a picture, please. And don't ask you. You really don't need to ask for extra meat sauce if you get the traditional cheese. I am asking for extra meat sauce. This will be the pilot. See how it goes. Because I do remember their meat sauce was also very good. You should get meat sauce and cheese sauce on the side. Yeah. Then you can add as you want. When we did go on guys' night, 
Pat's brother, Chris, former guest, he got like two extra sides of cheese sauce. He just kept pouring them in because that stuff is liquid gold. It's good. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. Okay. That was our review of, of Blue Wolf. Concise as always. Um, let's get to the plugs. Woo-hoo. So uh, do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? I do. I do. Uh, so my glasses broke during this quarantine, thanks to my son. He, uh, he, I was drinking my coffee in the morning, and he came up and wanted to wrestle. So he just like did like a swan dive onto my chest and flew my coffee up, which like made my glasses go flying, and they just like snapped in half when they landed. Uh, so I needed new glasses. I went, ended up going to uh, Empire Vision Works out in Webster. And I could not have been more impressed with just, especially just with everything going on and the social distancing and everything. Like it was the cleanest, like I was kind of anxious going into the experience and it was like just the most safest, cleanest thing I've ever seen. They had a great system in place. Um, As soon as you walked in, they scanned your temperature from like a, they had like a little thing that just shot like a little beam basically. And like it could read your temperature. I don't know how accurate it was, but it, you know, I knew I didn't have a fever or anything. So that, that part didn't really freak me out too bad. But then like, Right after they do that, they offer you a mask and gloves. Everyone else was wearing masks and gloves. Basically, everywhere I walked, someone was like following me and like cleaning up, like as as I went through. Um, like the hardest part of it was like in, in actually doing the eye exam. You still had to wear your mask, and so like as you're sitting on the thing and breathing, it's like fogging up the the thing that you're trying to read, like the little letters on. So that that made the task a little more challenging. Now the listeners might not know this, but Pat. You are like Pigpen, right, from Peanuts. When you walk around, there's a large there's, cloud of dust yep. and debris so, flying off. I of guess you. I didn't. I guess I didn't think about that. Maybe that was why they were just cleaning up after me. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, they had a great system too for like the try-on glasses. It was just like you, they were like, "Yeah, you can try on whatever you want." And then when you're done, they just had this like a little tray, like these trays. You just burn on. them. <laughs> they just take them, snap them, and Incinerate. threw them out. Um, they had little trays scattered around the store and you just like drop them in and they would like immediately like disinfect them and I don't know, burn them or, or just put them back up and it was just water. And now I just, I'm sick. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, <laughs> but no, the, it was great. Like I was very comfortable in there and it was a, a great experience, especially for something that I was like kind of anxious going into about. It was awesome. Randy, you've got a, you've got a connection with Empire Vision Works, don't you? Um, yeah, I go to the one in Irondequoit. Yep. And I started going there at your recommendation and we have the same ophthalmologist who tends to talk about cool things with you and lame things with me. You, you, you told me you're like, you got to go to this guy. He's an awesome doctor. And he also talks about like space and science fiction and cool things. And I go in there and he doesn't talk about any of that cool stuff with me. What does he talk about with you, Rob? Yeah, what's uh, not as cool as space and science fiction, Rob? He talks about my Rob. vision. That's it. Rob walks in. Rob leads off with, so I'm reading this 800-page book like AJ in The Sopranos. <laughs> He's like, what book is it? Well, you're going to have to guess. You're going to have to listen <laughs> to the podcast. This nerd won't talk to me about space. He, one funny thing is he looks just like Ben Stiller from uh, Happy Gilmore. You remember he was the... And you've got that face in your face, like about three inches from your face when he's looking at your eyes. Am I wrong, Rob? He looks, he, now that he's gotten older, not as much, but he used to a lot more. He definitely does. He's, I, I got to say, he's the best ophthalmologist I've ever had because I've been wearing contacts for years. 
Yeah. He, and so I, I was wearing contacts for years and my eyes would always dry out. Things would get screwed up. I'd have to like leave movie, you know, the movies mid movie. Cause I'd like my contact would get all dried up or gummed up or something weird. I just had all these eye issues. I went to, I went to Shulman. He he's like, the radius is off. You need a bigger contact to let that moisture flow better. So he got me these new contacts, not a single issue. I went to the other vision works just because I needed a quick prescription. The guy gives me the smaller radius. I didn't notice immediately oh. had issues, had to go right back, reverse the radius. No more issues. Shulman is, he might not is that, talk about cool stuff with me, but that guy crushes it when he gives you contacts. 18 out of 18 fangs for ophthalmologists. He what gets, was the other vision works, Rob? The one in Webster? No, I went to the one in Brighton because I just oh. needed like a, I, I ran out of, I just needed to order contacts really quickly. So I just needed a quick prescription and it, it was, they were very friendly, very clean. It was a great place, but um, Shulman changed my life. Or maybe right. we should say 20 out of 20. Hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks. Still? <laughs> yeah, still thanks. Okay, still thanks. One, 20 out of 18. That was Randy's <laughs> review plus... Better than perfect vision? No, I'm giving him not a full. He gets nine. He gets 19 out of 20 out of 18 because until he talks about space. Because <laughs> he doesn't talk about space travel with me or science or anything cool like that. Oh, it's a real bummer. But uh, Andy, do you have a set? Oh, I was gonna say, do you have a separate plug? You kind of got roped into that Shulman plug. Yeah. So I, I finally figured out what the restaurant was in Charlotte charlotte rochester it's uh whiskey river whiskey river they have very good so i don't like blue cheese very much but they make like this um this like whiskey river sauce that everybody loves it's no it's like blue something blue sauce and it's like this mixture of all these different things and people just go nuts for it and the wings themselves are very good but this this chicken french sandwich at whiskey river was incredible it was actually the last thing I ate before pretty much the entire world locked down. It was like on that, the, the, it was like that 13th. I think that was like the last night we had regular work, went out to like a happy hour and went out and grabbed dinner with a friend afterwards there. And it just felt kind of weird. Like just the atmosphere seemed a little bit weird. You know, the place was packed. The bar was packed, had this amazing sandwich. And then basically I like didn't leave my house since then pretty much except for, you know, random stuff. So, it was the last really amazing, it was the last thing I ate in a restaurant and it was incredible. And you, they give you so much juice. So good. So Andy, any plugs for you? Uh, I'm going to plug another food place, Picasso's pizza in Buffalo. I grew up in Buffalo. Buffalo has its own style of pizza. It's kind of like a hybrid of Detroit pizza and like regular pizza, Rochester pizza, sweet sauce, thick pepperoni, Picasso's I got turned on to later in life. It's awesome. It's so good on Saturday. I drove to Buffalo an hour each way to pick up a, a pie and some fingers for the family. And it was amazing. And now we have two bags of it in the freezer. And uh, it's, it's just so good. It, they, they cook every pizza well done, which I prefer. And uh, it's just that really, really delicious buffalo style pizza i think some of you are on board with buffalo style pizza as well oh yeah and picasso's is like the best it's my favorite 
Yeah, not only am I on board with Buffalo Pizza, but I'm fully on board with Picasso's. Uh, that's not far from where my wife's parents live, and so we've ordered from there a few times. It's awesome. Which Picasso's do you go to? I just went to the one on transit because you can hop off the thruway and hop right back on. That's a good call. That's, yeah, there was, and that would be the closest to my mom's old house, which is where we would have gone. There was a Picasso's really close to my house, and we did go there from time to time. I kind of, we were always like a Leonardi's family, and my parents came down from Florida like last summer. Was it last summer? I, I think it was last summer. And basically, they just, like Leonardi's had been open forever, and they just shuttered their, just closed the business like permanently, and it blew everyone's mind. Like we couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was bummed out by that because I've had all the main Buffalo Pizza places except that one. I've known a couple people, excuse me, who really like Leonardo's and I never got to try it. It is different. So it's not, you know, like I, I think um, Imperial and like Bocce's I think is kind of similar. Yeah. Leonardo's has their own kind of spin. The sauce is like a little bit spicier. Their white pizza was unreal. It was so good. But um yeah, rest in peace, Leonardis. But uh, Buffalo Pizza, it's the best. You got you got to get there. So, uh, Randy, you didn't really have a plug, did you? Um, no. I uh, I guess I'll stick with food. Um, I got I could plug this one actually. I got Pizza Hut the other night, and they had like a seamless uh, self isolating system to pick up the pizza like you just order online you pull up your car and the guy and you have to type in what your car looks like and the guy comes out and puts the box you roll down the window and puts it like right in your car for you it's awesome is that Um, it like that's the only connection the only thing you do i mean it's not a great plug rob but i mean i thought it was still a plug no that was (laughs) that was not me critiquing your plug that was me uh asking a clarifying question about the pickup process yeah yep yeah, it's awesome because you pay online and everything. Yes, Andy. Yeah, I would say this. I'm actually leaning towards places that do that now mm-hmm. because when we went to Blue Wolf, they did a great job, but you're still in there. And then someone came in while I was in there and we didn't really know how to act. You know, some restaurants, they have things like marked off on the ground, but we went to Fiorella and I just backed up and opened the gate. They put it in my car and I left. Nice. Same thing at Donnelly's in Fairport. You just pull up to the side. You tell them what kind of car you have. I think more and more people are going yeah. to that, which is good. And it just makes it so much easier. You don't worry about anything. Another restaurant that does that, that uh, Rob and I have gotten recently, Pepper Pig. Uh, they, you know, same thing. You pull up and you just like let them know that you're there. And they, again, when I was there, I was the only car in the parking lot. So they, I didn't same. have to tell them like what my car was. They just like ran right out and dropped the food in though. It was good. And I have one last thing about Blue Wolf. We got some of their drinks. Um, they, they were advertising on their Instagram, like these mason jars. And they were awesome. The guy took them out and made them. They were like half pre-made. I think they just had the booze in them. So they already put the booze in the mason jars. And then they scooped in a little ice and he topped it off with like lemonade or whatever the mixer was. And he just screwed the caps on and we took them home. They're very strong and delicious. It's awesome. It's awesome. Likewise, I got one of those and it was, yeah, it was stiff for sure. It was real good. I was going to say Netson's had surprisingly the best that I've seen. Besides them, you just pulling up and them giving it to you. We went a few weeks ago, Laurel and I just went after dinner one night just randomly 
and it was raining out and I get there and it says you have to call in your order. So I called the phone, called in our ice cream order. They say, come in in like 10 minutes. You come in, they put it, they put in a bag with your name on it in the freezer until you get there. You don't go into Nexon's. They have a table out front. So you go to the table, the guy opens the door, asks you your name, goes back and gets your ice cream, brings it out and puts it on like a little desk right there and then you pick it up and go like there's no contact and i think the big thing now is touching the door handle to me that seems like if a lot of people are touching the door handle it just isn't like i went to ridge donuts the other day and they didn't have that system outside like that so everybody's touching the door handle going in and that seems to defeat the purpose netson's had it down perfectly like i thought it was awesome yeah i would agree um to to your point when you're talking about the pizza hut the reason i ask you that question is because i've never really ordered dominoes like ever and i've heard so many good things about the app and how seamless it is now we see these like coupons and things in the mail it's like oh this pizza is like 11 bucks or whatever and i was like oh i should you know i i usually go to like a local place and get like two slices and it's like 12 bucks so i i tried it out it was much more expensive when you add in the tip and the delivery fee so it was like 27 bucks for like a medium pizza but yeah i got extra cheese i got like the personal pan version extra cheese and then i had a, two toppings but she's just gone to blue wolf man <laughs> you know, I, I know i could have gotten like two plates but so i was like it came in super quickly it was you know that was awesome you pay online you see like they, they text you the whole time like on the app but then and i told the guy where to put it but then he like handed me a pen and was like gave me a receipt and i'm and he's wearing a mask and i go do you want me to sign this and he just like didn't say anything to me and he just kind of looked at me and i'm like okay so we did have contact you know they're like we have contactless delivery and i'm like well do i need to why do i have to sign this if it's truly contact i, I don't know it was it was the, the pizza was good the experience was decent it was a little costly but picking up you save probably four bucks you know so i don't know what do you guys think? You Domino's fans or no? I ride hard for Pizza Hut. I love their personal, like their pan pizzas that are crust is like my favorite of like, awesome. the, of like the, yeah, the fast food pizzas. Uh, Pizza Hut and Little Caesars are like my top two and they're, they kind of go back and forth depending on what mood I'm in. Which Pizza Hut did you go to, Randy? Uh, Webster. Okay. Very we good. were big Pizza Hut <clears throat> dine-in family. I still, you know, you picture those red plastic cups, you know, yeah. and the big metal pans. I love, I love a eat-in pizzeria, but they just don't really everything is like takeout now for the most part. So I, my memories say Pizza Hut, but I have had the Domino's since they did their rebranding a couple of years ago. Now they do that kind of garlicky crust, and I did like that the one time I had it, but I just haven't had either in a long time. Yeah. Rob, I feel like something went wrong. Like I'm on Domino's website right now. It's $8 for a three topping pizza. Like how did you get you up to $27? Two mediums for $5.99 or something. Yeah. There, was a, there, was a four, there was a $4 delivery charge and I tipped four or five bucks. So you, and it was, but I got the, I got the, the personal pan pizza. I got extra cheese. You never went to Domino's, did you? This is. You just wanted to be one of us who got pizza this week. I get it, Rob. It's no, I, I did go to Domino's. I could show you on my, my app. I think they, they probably track that. So I don't I will know if say, that math checks out. Yeah, something's not right. But I will say Pizza Hut had some weird deals going on too. Like if you didn't click the right thing, you didn't get the deal. So I don't know. 
Well, I'm not making this up. Oh gosh, Rob's gonna be on this all night now. Cliffhanger, maybe for next podcast. Yeah, maybe we we'll wrap this one up. We, well, we have do we have two cliffhangers because we still have the the book contest. What book was AJ right. reading in The Sopranos that sparked of, a conversation? None of us forgot about that, of course. No. We all remember that. There will be a prize for the winner. And uh, I think that about wraps it up. This is one of our longest steps. So uh, any final Stay words? Stay safe. Yes. Stay safe and keep plating. Trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes a guest. All right. Those garbage plates. Ow! 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 Ow!